my name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name is Dawn and I'm Caddy's wife. I'm a little tired today, I got to tell you, because we had a little incident last night with Roscoe. Christmas has been canceled. Why? Because we can't afford it. Oh, forget. That's not true. Well, Ros- Roscoe took another fall, spent the night in the dog hospital. It's unbelievable. The amount of money that this dog had cost. So let me tell you what happens. Two, I had to explain to the vet that the reason he didn't have a tail and he had scars all over him wasn't okay. because of what we were bringing him in for last night. Is a pre-existing condition. I know. I wonder like if there's a dog fax and like they can take your dog away from me because we treat him like a little baby, but he is such a hound dog because everyone keeps saying to me, you need to put bubble wrap around that dog. We can't. He's a hound dog. Yeah. So I got home last night from work and it was probably eight o'clock. He ate some shrooms, we think. We think. He got into something outside and he was just, he couldn't hold his head up and his eyes were glazed over. Kind of like you sometimes. <laughs> just kidding. But he, you know, he just like, you could tell. And when you know your pet, it's like your kids, you know, when something's not right. And I'm like, something's not right. He's eaten something. He wouldn't get off the couch. No motivation. Just, I mean, just. That's what happens. Yeah. So Olivia and I loaded him up, drove him over to the emergency vet. $984 later, he gets an IV drip and some charcoal, which yeah. I told you on the way home. We get probably some, get some Kingsford. Yeah, we could have gotten some Kingsford. Get some Kingsford and some Pedialyte. And let's call it a day. I know. And see how he does through the night. I know. We didn't do that, though. No, we didn't. So he's home. He's got a little bandage on, but he's feeling, he's still a little weak. But he's feeling better. Thank you to everyone who reached out. And honestly, it's it is nothing that we do. He just gets in to everything. He's gotten run over by a truck. He's gotten stuck under a deck. He's gotten eaten some shrooms. I mean, it's crazy. On the way here today to the App and Podcast Network, what was your hype song? Mine was Dirk Bentley. It's the new song called Gone, which is not from an album. It's just a song that he's released. He didn't write it, but um, it's a great song. Um, he, it's a song about like when you've broken up with someone and you just everything you're just everything's gone. It's just kind of, but it's kind of a it's a really good song. And I find the things that I mean, Dirk Bentley is just it's so interesting what happened to him and his family. So him and his wife Cassidy and their they have two girls and a son. They went to Colorado for spring break pre COVID, and never came home. He has now enrolled his girls in school in Colorado. I think it's Durango, but don't quote me on that. And they live there. And he has said that he would move there. But Cassie's like, no, I'm not. I want to go back to my house in Nashville. And let me be clear. They still have their house in Nashville. And his girls, I think I've said this before on a pod, but they are doing this great radio show on like the public broadcasting radio network in Colorado. And he's told a funny story where he went over there and he said, you know, my girls are interested in doing broadcasting could you let them work on a show or could they help you with something? And they're like, no, 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 they can have their own show. And he's like, really? That seems ambitious. Like, how do you, how do we do that? And they're like, you just write a check. And he's like, okay, <laughs> I can do that. But it's really funny. Sometimes I'll go on Facebook live and I mean, these girls are, they pick the music, they do liners, they do the weather. It's really funny. And he's in there kind of operating as the program director, but it's a great song. And one of the things that he said, that I thought was very interesting is he takes the approach of um, Keith Urban and it's called catch and release. And he said, I don't, you know, it's not about fishing, but if you 
and he said Keith Urban kind of penned this with songs. If you find a great song, you catch it, you record it, and you release it. It used to be that the only time you released a single or a song was for an upcoming project or an album. And, you know, it happened all the time where you would, people would be holding, they would have a hold. Explain what that means on a song in Nashville. It means you have told the songwriter or the publisher that you haven't, your intent is to record this song. So you're putting it on hold so no one else can record it. Right. So say you're Garth Brooks, you don't want Keith Urban to get it. And um, you, you have a certain amount of time that you can keep a hold on a song. But he said, you know, I'm doing kind of, I'm doing this Keith Urban thing where if a great song comes to me, especially in the times that we're in now, I'm going to release it, record it and release it. And I think a lot of artists are doing that. Eric Church. Yeah. Been doing it for a while, but especially leading up to this new project that I is got to drop sometime in the next two weeks. Got to. Um, but, you know, think of all the songs that he's already released. Uh, Bad Mother Trucker, Stick That in Your Country Song. Uh, yeah. I think there are two others that he's already released. Well, and I think that's why when sometimes when projects come out, people are like, why is that song on that album? That song's so old. But it's because there was no album or project associated with the song in the beginning. It was just, it was a great song and they wanted to do it and release it. So I think it's fascinating. But I love Dirks. We're a big Dirks fan. Gone is a great song and um, he's just got a really cute family. I was checking out the Spotify playlist the other day and two songs that I kind of poo-pooed from you came up when I was listening and I was like, you know what? Those are both good songs. Really? It was the new Chris Stapleton. Love it. And the Keith Urban Pink song. Very good. Yeah, see? All right. I'm going to pass my pick for the Hype Song playlist this episode to Charlie Love, who is a pop peep for this episode. She wants to add... Forever After All, which is uh, a new song from Luke Combs. Love it. And I love the fact that Charlie's a girl name. We Charlotte is our daughter's name. We call her Charlie. Luke Combs uh, tacked five brand new songs onto a pre-existing album and released it like a week ago. And the five new songs, including Charlie Love's addition to the Hype Song playlist this week, uh, are make up the entire top five right now. Wow. On the chart. Yeah, he's hot. So, Luke Combs and uh, Dirk Bentley. Okay, what about the fact that mm-hmm. um, if you're listening on Upload Day, this week Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton got engaged. Did you know they weren't engaged? I had no idea. I thought that they were married probably. I did too. What took so long? What was he waiting on? I don't know. Well, The new season of The Voice. Well, we've talked about... So they could get some press out of it. Well, we've talked about the fact that, like, I think people really doubted them when they first got together, but they've ended up being a pretty cool couple. They're together. They stay together. Let's talk about Borat. Ugh. Donna? I'm not a big Borat fan. I gotta tell you. I had to watch it the day it came out on Amazon Prime. I was shocked to learn that Borat was Sasha Baron Cohen. Isn't it Borat? Whatever it is. Um, that uh, is free on Amazon Prime. Like, Borat's like a Southern. Southern. What is it, Borat? I'm going to watch that Borat. All right. How long are you here for? An hour. Settling. <laughs> do we have Do we have your little appy segment coming up? Because we may not have time for that. Yes. Are you prepared for yes. your appy segment? <laughs> yes, I am. So the country where Borat is from, they've always kind of tried to hide from the whole Borat theme because it truly is a country which I can't pronounce. Is it Kazakhstan? That's it, Donna. Yeah, but he's not real. Well, they are now embracing it. 
So much so that they haven't advertised. This is not a parody. You're thinking right now, okay, Caddy's getting ready to play one of his world-famous parodies, which I never did in radio because I just can't stand parody stuff like that. This is an act. This is truly a 15-second clip, which is part of the new, what's the name of the country? Kazakhstan. Um, tourism campaign. And it is based around this particular line from Borat in the movies. Very nice. You know, that's one of his catchphrases mm-hmm. there. All right. So they have incorporated that into this tourism campaign. Check this out. Mm, that's actually very nice. Very nice. I mean, it makes you want to head there tomorrow, right? To Kazakhstan. That's very nice. So the tourism industry people said in, in Kazakhstan. It sounds like an adult film trailer, personally. <laughs> I want to tell you. He said, "You know what? Tourism's down because of the pandemic everywhere, including in our country. Let's do, let's let's embrace it. You know the success of this movie. The last one in 2013 made 256 million dollars. I laughed until I, I nearly peed on our upholstery." Here's my thing about the movie. I liked the show that was on. Was it on Netflix? Showtime. Where, Showtime, where he kind of punked or whatever certain people in office. I did not like this one. And I'll tell you why. I didn't like the whole theme. I did not like the daughter, him taking his daughter. I just thought it's so crass and it's so cringy. And yes, it's funny at times, but I just, I mean, to me, I would have enjoyed it so much more if the whole daughter thing was left out of it. If it was an associate of his or from the country or someone that was traveling with him that was a press secretary, I just could not stand and get over the fact that it was his daughter. You couldn't sit through the movie. No. And uh, I did call you back in to watch the Rudy Giuliani piece, which they say for the very end, which is only three minutes and 26 seconds. Do you think that he was jiggling with his tigger or was that a microphone check? I think he, I think he was... I think he would have jiggered with his tigger, but I think he was genuinely tucking his shirt in. I think the whole thing was, again, it just, I can't do it. I cannot do it. Because in a weird way, then I feel, I don't know how to explain it. I just, it's because I have daughters. I can't do it. I can't do it. How deep do you want to go in conversation about our night out? Well, I don't know. Not very. I mean, listen, things happen. We decided to go out to eat, just the two of us, have a nice dinner uh, last weekend. Yes. And after that, we go to a little place on the corner up here called uh, Mercantile Social. They close at midnight. Lights come on. Then we decide to go to the brand new dance club in downtown Alpharetta, Georgia. We are 30 minutes north of downtown Atlanta in North Fulton County. And this club, we were there for opening night like two months ago. Didn't even know it. Just happened. Didn't even know it was a club. With friends. We were with friends. that it was opening night. Well, we had gone to dinner and we had wandered over with friends and came upon it. We're walking in the back door. Please stop. To this club. And for the first time, I hear publicly on loudspeakers that Mayor Jim Gilvin could hear three miles down the road at his home. Wop. Okay. I don't want to talk about that. What? I don't want to talk about Well, Donna, you, you dance in there like you're stallion three. What's her name? Megan the Stallion, whatever her name is, Megan, Megan the and they played the another Stallion. TikTok song, and you're you're just dancing from friend group to friend group to complete strangers with your purse, which is the size of bear. You know how they have those things like at the gate at the airport where if you're going to check your bag, it has to fit in there. Yeah, you know, uh, it was it was that size. I don't know that it would have been even a Delta check bag. I think they would have kicked it back. 
you've got it over your shoulder with your drink and you are going from dance circle to dance circle introducing yourself and just jumping in <laughs> like it's a dance off you jump you jump in the circle here's with my, your louis but here's my problem i didn't know we were going to a dance club or i would have worn my dance club purse which is a crossbody bag i didn't know it so here i am in perfect karen fashion carrying my purse <laughs> onto the dance floor with my drink this one girl young lady comes oh, up yeah okay and she says my mom is not near as cool as you are isn't that wonderful <laughs> Isn't that just fabulous? We don't go out often. No. But we did that night. We took a ride share. We yeah. took a Lyft or an Uber. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about that? No. Donna. Okay. Let's stop. We're walking out to go meet our Chevy Traverse that is parked on Market Street at City Center in downtown Alpharetta. And apparently, and I have not seen this reported in any of the app and media group newspapers, but apparently they have done some new concrete curbs on the streets uh, they're in and around market the Market Street area. Mm -hmm. And they're what? Much higher? The pitch is greater, Donna? Yeah. Something, though, with slope. that new concrete curbing caused you to fall dramatically and fast, I might say, Yeah, to the pavement. Well, it's a slope. It's a slope and a wedge. Listen, it happens. We took a lift there. And, and you take lifts and Ubers and ride shares because discretion, right? Like, then you can't find taxi cabs anymore, but... No, you know, taxi cabs are yellow and they stood out. You know, you kind of take a, a ride share because you want to be discreet, not mm -hmm. indiscreet, but you want to be uh, discreet. Well, our, our Uber pulls up at Oak Steakhouse. Nothing says discreet like a 42-inch zip-tied TV to the roof of a Toyota Camry streaming an Icy Hot commercial. Yeah, and I was fascinated. as a mar Here again, as a marketing person, I think he was from Kazakhstan because he did not want to answer my questions. And he was very tight lipped. And I was like, so did you put the TV on top of the car? And he's like, no, he's like Uber did. I'm like, how much to get paid to, to carry that thing around? And it was 150 a week. Yeah. To drive it around. I mean, that's in, in addition to all your other Uber fees that you get and tips. I mean, that's plus four. That's the first time four. I've ever seen that. I've on never seen one car. before. But yeah. leave, it's us. We, of course, get it. You know, he, he didn't want to tell us. It was almost like he thought we were going to like intrude on his money. And, so and strap, on, strap a TV onto our car or something. Take his money away. So there's been a little bit of a shift in responsibilities in the house. And I am changing litter boxes now. Mm. How's that going? Not well. I went up the other day. And I was so pissed off, Donna, because all three of our children are in their rooms upstairs. And I'm in the room where the cat boxes are. And I'm having to beat the back of the litter box so that the shit will come out of it into the into the garbage bag. And I got so irritated. I looked on the counter there, and this this is like in the gaming, the family room where the games are, the gaming systems, and all that kind of stuff. And I saw a stack of games, and I was so pissed off at these kids. I took the very first game on the top, and I used that as my my pitch for what? the litter box. It was like Mario Super Karts or something. Yeah, I was done. Wow. So I threw it away with the, the cat litter. You threw away Mario Kart? I did. I dumb over it. Get out of your rooms and come and change a litter box every now and then. Carry down your laundry, which is another responsibility. Oh, and I'm very proud and grateful that you've given me the opportunity to do the family's laundry. Uh-huh. I think I've called up downstairs in the laundry room. Oh, you're never called and up. And I went upstairs for the first time since July 4th. And thump. There's three bag baskets. What are they? 
laundry basket, call them what you will, lined up in the hallway. Yeah. How many times, kids, have you come up and down these steps and walked right past your dirty clothes that you could not bother yourself to carry down the steps with you? Getting the clothes upstairs is a whole other issue, too. I have a group text with the kids, and I'll tell them, Daddy's really been busy doing laundry today. Let's make sure we swing by the dining room table. Quick aside, why is the dining room table the go-to for all laundry after it's been laundered and folded? Well, that's in everyone's house because the only time you use your formal dining room table is at the holiday. So the rest of the time, it's just, it's just like a, laundry, it's a crumb catcher. Like a, a swing by and pick up type thing? Yeah. So I, I send the kids a text. A lot of laundry done today. Please come down, check, take anything you have up to your room and put it away. Don't take it up to your room and throw it on your bed. Let's put it up. But see, they're very sneaky little people. That's what Chester drawers are for. I love that. But they're sneaky people because you think they've put it away. And then you go to open someone's closet to retrieve something. There's the laundry. So. It's a lot of work. It really is. You see the same clothes over and over again. Do you ever just kind of give up? Like you're so tired of folding clothes that you're not even going to look for that match for that sock. You're just like, you know what? Screw it. Well, that's Throw what out the we, trash or we, something. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I've got to re-interview. I do all the time. I don't touch panties. I don't touch bras. I hang them on the side of the, the, the dining room table chairs and come by and grab your bras and your panties, girls. I'm that used to not going there. All the hoodie sweatshirts, same thing. They're not folded. They're, they're stuck on the back of chairs. And if you don't have your match, then I'm going to throw the other one away. I'm not, I don't have time. Wow. I, don't, I don't have patience. I don't have patience for this kind of stuff. Let's, let's go back to a simpler time when you guys actually tried a little bit. All right. I like it. It's I like, have to stretch after it's that. It's like a military enforcement there Sorry going on. That. Sorry about all that. I still continue to run the kitchen though. And you know that. Yes. Cause I do love doing that. And listen, I'm happy to help out. And I, I you know, I had to actually, uh, I had to Google how do you run a dishwasher? But I run the dishwasher about twice a day now. And I do three, four loads of laundry. Yes. No, um, you're helping out a lot. And I and appreciate I enjoy, it. I, again, thank you for giving me the opportunity. You're welcome. To handle the family's laundry. Mm -hmm. And uh, dinner is every, every night's simple because of the dinner affair. But let's focus on Thanksgiving because it is coming up really, really soon. Um, we had so many people reach out and say, what, what can we do with dinner affair for Thanksgiving? They offer two different types of turkeys. There's a traditional one with cranberry sauce. Uh, and then there's the jerk turkey breast with plum sauce. Now, let me tell you how the chefs at Dinner Affair do the jerk turkey breast. Season just right with spicy jerk seasoning, chopped rosemary. They roast it to perfection and then serve it with their own plum sauce to create the perfect balance. Now, these large breasts serve six to eight. You don't get a whole turkey, but six to eight very nice, healthy servings. $36 is the price of Thanksgiving meat. Easy with Dinner Affair. It's amazing. And then you get these awesome sides. They've got the sweet potato souffle. They've got the apple raisin stuffing, sour cream and chive mashed potatoes. Like I love Thanksgiving food. Just hearing about this, I'm like so excited. Bread pudding bars with vanilla creme, broccoli and cheddar bake. I mean, you know, you're just going to put all these in and then you're going to go lay on your couch and watch like the, well, I can't really watch the Macy's Parade. I don't know if they're having it this year, but you can watch football. No, they're not. But you can watch football and just kind of hang out and you're going to have amazing leftovers. You know, it's going to be great. It's so hard when you're making dinner on Thanksgiving to get the right amount, to get all the ingredients, and then you don't have one thing and the store's closed. And it's just don't worry about it this year. 2020 has been stressful enough. 
Like take that off your plate for Thanksgiving. Order these sides. If you don't want to do the turkey from them, just order the sides or order both and just be done with it. And anyway, you'll have a great meal. Gift cards are also very popular this time of the year and dinner fair can offer those to you as well. Since there are some people that are not going to travel and will avoid family gatherings and large gatherings for the holidays, send a gift card, dinner affair, dinner, A-F-A-R-E dot com, dinner affair. I pulled something in my lower back the other day. I was up in Gainesville loading up a truck or furniture. Good Lord. It's one of my many side gigs up there with Don at Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. I was up there for a meeting at Lake Lanier. And I thought, you know what, while I'm here, I'm going to swing by. Say hello to Marilyn and Don and everybody. If we did an audit on this, would she just say you just watched? No, I, I moved two chairs. Okay. I moved two chairs. It was one. It was a beautiful farm Love those. dining room table. Distress. I had to ask. I was like, why does that look like that does? And Shane's like, that's caddy. That's called distressed. And I was like, yes. it's beautiful, whatever it is. Um, and, and there was a family that, that had come up, seen it over the weekend. I was on, up there like on a Tuesday. They'd seen it over the weekend. They came back. We loaded it up. I say we, cause yes, I moved two chairs, loaded it up in there. Just put that anywhere, Donna loaded it up in, uh, in the truck and they were on their way. That's amazing. Well, and that's a great thing. And We've, I've told Donna, I'm not going to file any sort of, uh, workers comp or anything. None of that because I pulled something. Well, and they still have these amazing rocking chairs out front. We had somebody that reached out and said that they are hoping that they still have the rocking chairs and they do while they last. They're the ones that are not going, the paint's not going to chip off of them. They're not going to weather. You can put them on your front porch. It's great rocking chair weather right now. So get out there with a nice cup of coffee and rock and spy on all your neighbors. You know how you can do that. Um, But we also had a friend who, um, as we told you, went up and furnished her lake house and I had another friend who went to the actual lake house and called me and said, I have to tell you, this furniture is beautiful, beautiful that she got there. So if there's anything that you're looking for specifically, or if you just kind of don't know what you're looking for, go by gallery. You'll get some great ideas. And Donna and Marilyn can help you with sizes too. You know, they can help you kind of measure things out. And they're so good because they've been doing it so long with knowing if things are going to fit in a room or not. Load it up, take it home with you that day. That or they, day. Have, they have a fleet of trucks too that yep. can... Uh, Deliver it to your financing is available as well. 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Gallery Furniture, the Wolfman legacy continues. The return of live music is so important. And here where we are in North Fulton County, we're going to have some live music on Saturday night, November the 14th. It is the Uncorked Concert Series at the Painted Horse Winery and Vineyards. And we have invited three different singer songwriter artists, performers, to join us on this beautiful 22-acre farm in Milton, Georgia, which is a working farm, but also a working vineyard and winery. Right. And we're going to do a unique concert experience where the songwriters, uh, Tony Arata is one of the three. Tony wrote the dance for Garth Brooks, among many, many other hits. But uh, Garth Brooks, the dance, you really can't get much bigger than that. You'll hear Tony tell the story about that particular song. And the conversations that he had with Garth Brooks about the song when he wrote it. Um, very, very unique listening experience. We're also going to have Joanna Cotton with us. Joanna is Eric Church's uh, right-hand woman, one of the most powerful, soulful voices you'll hear in in any genre of music. And, and Joanna Cotton, you'll see her perform with Eric Church on the CMA Awards coming up on 11-11. Uh, you have seen Joanna Cotton with him at every concert you've ever seen from Eric Church since 20... 20- 07, I think. She's performed on every album, every single. 
and we're also going to have Greg Barnhill. I want to share a few moments with you of a conversation that I had with Greg Barnhill about the Uncorked concert series at the Painted Horse Winery and Vineyards. Uh, Greg has written so many hits like Walk Away Joe for Trisha Yearwood. He has written uh, for Chicago. He's written for Etta James. Uh, one of my favorite Tim McGraw album cuts of all time, You Don't Love Me Anymore, which is from uh, Place in the Sun. He's written for Ricky Skaggs, for pop artist Jessica Simpson, Lone Star, so many more. Singer, songwriter, Greg Barnhill. Hey, Cadillac. Greg, what are y'all doing? Are y'all playing golf? Is that Jody in the background marking? Yeah, jo Jody back here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great, doing great, doing great. Greg Barnhill is going to join you for the Uncorked Concert Series, Painted Horse Vineyard and Winery, a 22-acre uh, working farm, and they grow their own grapes. So it's a vineyard and also uh, a winery, and we're going to have a very unique concert experience with uh, three very unique and distinguished singer-songwriters, including Greg Barnhill. What, um, what uh, has anything struck you today, Greg, that has made you uh -huh. say to yourself, you know what, that might be a great song idea. How often does that happen? As far as uh, like you, as far as an idea for a song, yeah, just in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today I was just sitting there. I was just thinking of stuff today. Uh, just driving in, I was just thinking of a like a pop title that I was working on for a for a, like a television show, and it just kind of popped into my head. And uh, it, of course, you know, things just pop. Uh, songwriters, it just pops into your head, and you and you have to make something of it, you know. And uh, and the the thing was called Next Level. Was pretty much was it was it was sort of like a. Uh, it's a girl I'm working with, and, and uh, I was just trying to think of some stuff for her for this TV show. I do a lot of television work too, as well, you know, like TV and and uh, you know, film stuff. So, so this came up, and I was just trying to see how I could work that one. <laughs> but you know, different days, different things come in, and you know, you, I think it's just like a gift that God gives you, I guess, that, that comes through, you know. And so, you know, we're just lucky and blessed enough to have it come through us, you know. When something does strike you, uh, is it? Do you email yourself? Is it a text? Do you uh, oh, yeah. write it down? What, what's the process for you? I put it in notes. I, okay. I, I immediately take my phone, put it in notes, and I capture it because if you don't, it's gone. It, you, I, I swear to you, man. I did. I did that the other day. I had a great title, and I said I'll write it down when I stop. And as soon as I stop, I, it just disappeared, man. So that's that. Yeah, you definitely have to do that. Hey, you there? Yeah, did I say something wrong, man. No. <laughs> No, hell, you can, oh, you can say, in podcasting, you can say whatever the <laughs> you want to say, Greg. I mean, we need to get that out. I'm sorry. Yeah. I shouldn't. I, you, you don't even mess around with that word even when you're not when you're not taping. Sorry, but that uh, was on our end. Sorry about that. Um, what about the current climate that we're in right now, Greg, with the pandemic and social well, injustice and things like that? Have there been things that have crossed your mind that could become potential songs? Oh, man, th thousands. I mean, but, you know, the thing is, you know, you know, it's a great thing about there's no great thing about COVID, number one. Uh, but the, I think, you know, it, what it is, is just kind of, we've been given this kind of time out, you know, to think about things. And so uh, it really has made me kind of go back into songwriting and really kind of examine, you know, why I do this and, 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 and all the, uh, you know, the aspects. I think when we come out of this, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be an unbelievable explosion of creativity and, 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 you know, people are going to want to go out and see, hear live music and they're going to want to hear new stuff, you know, and, and I'll tell you. It's been a, a kind of a not a it's not a blessing by it's a hard way to say it but but it's uh it's not it's it's given us time to think you know and it's given us a little time out which we all need we all had our head down right trying to write the next hit song you know 
And I think this kind of gave us that gave us that breath to go, look, okay, sit back and land. That's really going to mean mean something. And I think that's what it's done, you know, for us. We're going to release an episode of this podcast on Thursday. It'll be the next, if you're listening right now, it'll be the next episode that you mm-hmm. get on Thursday. And we recorded it last week with Mark Wills, who's been a friend of mine for over you know 20 years. You know, Mark from the Buckboard and uh, yep. number ones mm-hmm. and, and accolades and Grand Ole Opry member. And for the longest time, mm-hmm. Greg, my wife, Donna and I have said, uh, you know, a, there's maybe no industry that has been hurt more by all of this than the music and specifically touring industry. And so um, I, mm-hmm. I reached out to Wills and I said, yeah. you know what, man, I want to have a conversation with you about this because I think that I, I don't know. And I think that I would know, Greg, because I'm interested, not only am I in the business, but I'm interested in, you know, all different things like that. And I have not seen mm-hmm. an interview or a podcast or even a written article anywhere from an artist's perspective about the challenges yeah. of being parked since March and really not knowing you know, when you talk big stadium shows with the, you know, the Kenny Chesney's and the mm-hmm. Eric churches and people like that, I'm listen, I don't know that it'll even happen in 2021, but we talked about I know, I know. adaption and Mark said, you know what? I can really do my show anywhere that I want because while we have lights and rigs and all that kind of stuff, it's not like it's a mm-hmm. tractor trailer moving stuff, you know, across America. And we talked about the fact that the drive-in shows are a thing now, and that seems mm-hmm. to be a pretty good model for the time being. And also the big shows uh, on farms, like we're having with uh, with you and Tony Rada and Joanna right. Cotton on court. Yeah. And you know, the thing is people are doing pop-up driving. They'll, they'll, they'll rent a screen and do a pop-up driving uh, thing and build their stage and it's socially distanced and it works. And they're doing this all over the country. They're start, it's just starting to happen. So, this may be like a new norm, a new normal for, for the concert uh, business, you know? And I know that, you know, the guys who are booking, all the booking guys are hurting. They're laying off people left and right, you know, because, uh, you know, the, the good, the good thing about this is it separates the great people from the, the kind of average ones. It's uh, it, the guys who are truly great country artists uh, that capture people will, will maintain, they will, they will, uh, they will stay the course and they will uh, be there, you know? their churches the you know guys that are you know those guys are not you know they're the real deal so you know they'll, they'll be around they're connected to the people and the people are connected to them so they stay connected through the internet so for those that aren't familiar with the singer songwriter um experience and i call it that because it truly is mm-hmm. tell people what they can expect at uncorked from the three of you guys Oh man, it's such a great thing. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy it myself. I, I'm a fan of, of of everybody else. Just to sit there and to listen to the stories behind the songs, it's just in, in itself is a great thing. And then then you get a great performance of the song, and then the next guy comes up and he's got a story about his song, and the next girl comes up and she's got a song story about her song, and it's just a really enjoyable evening. It's just a great experience. Because you know you don't get that you you don't you don't get what's behind what, what, who, why was that song really written? It may be a whole different reason why it was written than what you you know people are uh, you know hearing it on the radio as. So you get those kind of inside backstories and and also the little the studio stories about how it happened in the studio and and just uh, just a it's just a really great ins- you get to see the inside really of how how things are done and how uh, we do things and how artists do things you know. So how, how how the songs come to be, how they how they get life, you know. Saturday night, November Saturday night, November fourteenth, um, at Painted Horse Vineyard and Winery, 
We're having Greg Barnhill. We're having Tony Rodden. We're having Joanna Cotton. Church choir members, air church fans uh, know the name Joanna Cotton simply because she is. Um, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I think it was back, what, 2007, 2009. She basically went full time for air church. And there's not a show now that you do not see that she's not with him, nor do you listen to um, an album or a single from air church right. that you do not hear. Uh, that very powerful, and she is voice. a force to be reckoned with. Let me tell you, she, by herself, she was. I'm telling you, she's in, just incredible. And uh, and I, I, when people see her once, they go, "Oh my God!" They just they can't believe what they just saw. You know, that's the truth. It's amazing. So, you know, what song do you most like to perform that you've written? You know, I, I, the the one I really love performing is "House of Love." It's fun. It, it, you know, I, it's one of my favorites. It was one of the big, the, I think the biggest song I've, I've written was Walk Away Joe, but this got to be a uh, house of love kind of war. It was a pop song as well. You know, it was very Christian, but it went over in the, and it just became a, like a, a, a kind of little, a nice little pop tune. So, you know, but I love, I love, I do my version. I'm from New Orleans originally. So I put my little New Orleans uh, soul okay. thing on it. Okay. So, uh, and I just, I just love performing it. It's just a great song to perform, you know. Has there ever been a time yeah. as a songwriter, Greg, when um, an artist, because correct me if I'm wrong or help me to understand this. When you write a song and it's pitched to an artist, the artist can come back to you, the songwriter, and say, you know what? Listen, I'd really like to work on this line. I don't want to use the word change, but I, 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 here's my vision for this line. Or can we work in this word? Does Do you take offense to that as a songwriter? And are there certain artists that you would certainly do it for? And it, it, maybe if it's a newer yeah. artist, you wouldn't be so excited about it because every song that you write truly are, yeah. every one of them is your babies, you know? Well, you know, really what I take offense to is when they get the address, they mail the checks too wrong. Okay. That's what, uh, the only, <laughs> it's all that matters, right? <laughs> yeah, but, but the thing is, uh, the truth is, if they want to change something and they feel really strongly about it, I'll go with them. You know what I mean? Because I... You know, unless it's something, you know, that I don't, it, it, it have to be, you know, if it was going in a, you know, some movie that was really, you know, you know, I didn't, you know, want it to be in or something like that, which is rare. I mean, it never, never happens, but, but it was something like, it was some movie that was like a, you know, uh, something that my kids couldn't, you know, right. or my wife and kids wouldn't dig, you know, something like that. But that really, that would, that's never happened yet, you know? And so, but other than that, no, yeah, it's, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with artists making it theirs. And I'd rather an artist make it their own, you know, because they, they own it and they sing it. They, they, they get inside the song better, you know, but in an so event like sure. on court, do you truly get to see the way that the song was originally written and the way that it was intended? And mm -hmm. you often, I know from being at many of these events through the years, you often find yourself scratching your head going, but wait a minute. Wow. That's not the way I heard that song on the radio, but I really much prefer mm -hmm. the way that Greg Barnhill just performed it or Tony Arata just performed it. Um, so mm -hmm. it's, it's truly going to be a very unique experience. And we started planning this, um, you know, maybe two, three months ago because we knew that there was a void for music, but we also knew Greg, that there was a way to bring it to the people and for everybody to be okay. And on mm -hmm. a 22 acre farm at uh, painted horse vineyards and winery, you're certainly able to uh, social distance and, and we're going to have wine. We have a yep. great, uh, uh, cherry street brewing is our beer sponsor. So it's not just wine. Uh, it's going to be beer available, free valley parking, and there's a $70 rate on rooms at the all-new Even Hotel at Avalon uh, if you want to uh, you know, spend the night. And, and even if you're not 
maybe even if you live in the Atlanta area and you're going to take in this great experience with with Greg and Tony Rana yeah. and uh, Joanna Cotton, think about maybe getting away from the kids for a night for seventy bucks and stay at this very nice, luxurious hotel for seventy bucks. Come on, you know it'll be it it'll be. I'm telling you, you guys will uh, come out. You, it, it will be as you won't forget because it, if I'm I, like I said, I'm a fan. I go out, I, I go out and listen to people, and I'm still to this day. It blows me away that these you know these guys write these songs and and I just really uh, just love the experience. You know, of, of hearing that Tony Tony's going to be there. Tony wrote the dance for you know, Garth Brooks and he has stories behind that. It's it, just to hear those stories are incredible. You know, Tony's just an amazing, just, and plus he's got a new record out, I believe as well. And just, just, he's a, just one of these writers. That's an American icon writer. I mean, he's one of those guys that every song he plays, you just, just sucked into it. And it's, it's one of those kind of things. That's just, it just takes you someplace else. And that's the, that's the beautiful thing about this whole experience. When people come out, they're going to forget about COVID. They're going to forget about everything for, for that time period there. You know, it's just, it just, it just, it's magical, you know? Can't wait to see you, man. Thanks for uh, joining us for this, uh, this huge event. And man, thanks uh, for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll see you on uh, Saturday night, November 14th. Take care, man. Safe travels. Be well, Greg. All right, buddy. Take care. Right. Thanks, take, man. Take, see take you care. soon. Okay, bye. Talk to you. Bye, bye. Come out and join us. Tickets are on sale now for this very unique singer-songwriter uh, event our our hotel partner even hotel alpharetta at avalon is offering a 70 dollar rate that night their weekend rate donna is like 129 150 somewhere in that range it's a nice hotel a 70 dollar hotel rate uh the night of the uncorked concert at uh, painted horse uh, q is another one of our partners and they're going to be serving up delicious barbecue and uh, cherry street brewing halcyon and also at vickery and coming our, our official beer sponsor. They're going to be on site. Yeah, we've had, a, we've had a lot of people say that I love a winery, but I don't love wine. It's like, come out anyway, because we're going to have, Q has amazing sweet tea if you're not a drinker. And then we're going to have Cherry Street Brewing with some great beers, some seasonal beers too that are going to be fabulous. And even hotels has a shuttle, so you don't have to worry about how you're going to get there and how you're going to get back. So There have been people that have said to me, you know what, wow, this is so great. Music's coming back and you're hosting the event and let's, let's meet. And uh, yeah, we're hosting it, but we're also promoting it. But it's all about... Uh, it's all about having fun and 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 hearing some great live music at uh, Painted Horse, which is a beautiful 22-acre farm in North Fulton County. So, uh, free valet parking as well. So, join us with Greg Barnhill, Tony Rada, and the legendary Joanna Cotton, Saturday night, November 14th. We were somewhere the other day driving up and down. Maybe it was the night we went out to eat we spoke of earlier. And we were like on 141 or something. And, and, and we just saw business after business after business after business selling one thing. And it was CBD products, but there was no consistency. Like one place would have like half their awning had been blown away yeah. when Epsilon came through or something. And then. Or like one of their lights wasn't lit. So it was just CB, the CB store. Right, yes. And you think they're just selling like CBs, but they're not. Right. Which is uh, horrible for them. Right. Because I don't know that there's a big market for CBs right now. Right. There's a big market there for CBD products. Here's the challenge though. This is an unregulated market. This is not regulated by the government. So um, you, you can get some. CBD products that don't have what they say are in it. And you can also get some CBD products that have more than they say of the actual CBD product in, in the, the different, whether it's a tincture or smokables or uh, gum bears, things like that. Yeah. It's kind of the wild, wild West. And that's why we loved partnering with the hemp pharmacy. It wasn't that we just like them, they weren't, 
you know, seeking out just any kind of franchise. They're like, should we do a Subway or should we do a CB, CBD place? That wasn't the case. They have science backgrounds. They really did all of their homework. They wanted to work with a company that um, had organic products, natural products. And we were the same way. Um, we weren't just dying to just, you know, partner up with just anyone. What we love about Christy and Richard Roth is they have such strong science backgrounds and they know their product. And they're very passionate about the industry and doing it the right way. Um, they, you know, have purchased products before from Amazon and places like that and tested them. And they have said that they're the quality control is not what you think it is. So it, also, if you have used a CBD product before and you're like, it didn't work, it didn't help, it didn't do what it was supposed to do, it could be because you did not get it from the proper place. So start with Christy and Richard. Um, you're welcome to call them. You can go in. If you're near the store, you can email them and just tell them some of the things that you're experiencing and what you would like to try to use CBD for, and they will help you out. If you shop with Hemp Pharmacy, you would know exactly what you are getting, a third-party lab-tested product. American-made, locally owned and operated. The Hemp Pharmacy, follow them on Facebook. And uh, the Hemp Pharmacy Alpharetta, they are on Wimber Parkway Alpharetta, right in front of the Home Depot. All right, are you ready? Do we do we, do we we have time for the happy segment, or can we do we need to roll Carl on? says yes. Do we need to get the credits? Nope. Is it time for the credits? Carl says go. All right, hit it. Because I'm happy. So today's appy is probably one that a lot of people know about, but I don't know if there's people who have really not kind of delved into it. So I'm sure you've heard before TED Talks, and you're kind of like, what does that stand for? Like, who's TED? Who is he? What is he? And TED actually stands for Technology, Entertainment, and Design. And TED Talks are talks that anyone can do. They've actually, that's a fascinating conversation for another day, how the TED Talks have gone to where people can now pay to do te to give your own TED Talk about any subject you want to give. But originally, the TED Talk started as um, people as varied as Mark Cuban, as large, you know, as Oprah, and then people in between um, could give talks on different things, on relationships, on business solutions, on, you know, get healing yourself from trauma that you had when you were younger. So it, it, relationships, just anything you want. So I started listening to TED Talks when I was commuting downtown and I had about an hour and a half commute and I, you know, wanted to listen to something different and couldn't really get into books on tape. So what you do is just download the um, app. It is TED, T-E-D. And you start by picking things that you're interested in. You know, are you interested in holistic healing? Are you interested in health, wellness, relationships, children, you know, whatever. And then you, um, they'll send you suggestions of people who are doing TED Talks. And the thing that I love about them is they're short. Most of them are 45 minutes, 30, 45 minutes in length. And they're amazing. And a lot of them have led me to books by those people that I didn't know existed, you know, authors that I later wanted to read. So um, I encourage you, like, if you're someone who, you know, I think about this, like when I used to go on all these travel softball tournaments with Olivia, and I would just sit in the car in between. Those are a great time to listen to things like this because you got a lot of time and, you know, do not not listen to our podcast to listen to a TED Talk, but definitely listen to TED Talks because they're great. All right. We'll include uh, your appy yeah. in the letter this Saturday. Uh oh, okay. Sing, let's sing I, 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 I wasn't going to let you go with that. No. Okay. Ready? Can we you play, your, can play uh, your harmonic, like your I don't have pitch pipe? I don't have a harmonica. Okay. Your pitch me. pipe. I mean, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> we, we just got, got happy. happy. Last podcast conversation about citizens' arrests. And so 
since we last visited on my second act podcast, we had an episode of Caddy Wagon with Richie and Raider drop. Richie is a canine handler here in the city of Alpharetta, the Department of Public Safety. And we do a pro-law enforcement podcast together twice a month. And it's kind of like cops, but in podcast form for your ears. We do real-time ride-along audio and questions and answers about, you know, canine Raider, who was a four-year-old purebred Labrador. And she does narcotics detection and tracking and community relations. So I decided to ask Officer Richie about this law in Georgia, which allows you to make a citizen's arrest. Hmm. And this is what he had to say during the Caddy Wagon with Richie and Raider podcast. You see somebody commit a crime, mm-hmm. and it's that of a misdemeanor or don't a hog property tie crime. Them. Number one, you don't can't hog tie them. And you no, definitely don't hog tie them. And throw them in the bed of your truck. No. Take them to PD. And if somebody tries to steal your car, and they do successfully steal your car, and they start driving away, and you're mad because your car just got stolen, uh. and you're a gun-toting Georgia resident, and decide that you're going to take matters in your own hand, and you start shooting at the person because they stole your property... You're going to go to prison because you can't use deadly force to protect your property. So just keep that in mind. We had an incident like that several years ago at Wills Park where somebody's vehicle was stolen and they started shooting at them. And you so can't technically do that. shooting at their own truck, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, did, did he talk about being a good witness at all? No, but I have some questions. Now some questions have come out of this. If somebody's stealing my car and I towed a gun, which I don't, why can't I shoot them in the tires? Well, maybe you can shoot at the tires, but you can't shoot at their temple. Well, I wouldn't do that. But, I mean, can't you, like, blow their tires out or something? I don't know. I don't know. But Officer Richie said this. Just be a good witness. Unless someone is committing a felony, mm-hmm. just let it go. Stay out of your business. Just let it go. Stay in your lane. Yeah. And then maybe call 911 and, and discuss with a trained operator how they should handle it. But maybe unless it's... um. You know, another story that you mentioned was, remember the, uh, the, 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 the murder bank up here where there was a murder at the mm-hmm. ATM? Um, that was another example where there was a citizen's arrest because that was like a Saturday afternoon. The farmer's market's going on downtown, and it was domestic. I don't mm-hmm. remember, and I'm not going to try to put it together out of, just because I'm just not going to, but it was some sort of domestic problem. And the woman was shot by the man at the ATM, and there was someone at the farmer's market who was packing and who ran across the street and made a citizen's arrest and held this man at gunpoint until PD got there. But that's an, that's a, is, is an issue of when it was good, right? Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. But most often just let somebody cut in line. You know what I feel like? Is, I'll tell you what I feel like is the virtual arrest is next door, the next door app, because it's just all your neighbors like talking about what other people are doing. You know, is anyone else offended because Jenny's leaving her pumpkins out? No, we're not. You know, why is Ralph running his sprinklers when there's a drought? Okay, stop, you know, but it's kind of like the Get same to thing. Work or at least volunteer somewhere. Do something. That's what I've always said. Do something. We have a small ask. Give you three things. If you are able, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. And number two, rate and leave five star reviews uh, for the pod. Number three, show our sponsors some love. And we are grateful for the pod love from Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. And Hemp Pharmacy on Windward Parkway in Alpharetta. Dinneraffair.com. Dinneraffair.com. Guests of the Cadillac Check, my second act podcast day at the all-new Even Hotel at Avalon. Steps from world-class shopping, dining, and entertainment. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen, who is also our uh, editor for our weekly e-letter, The Letter. Text left on red. No spaces. Red is the color. R-E-D to the number 22828 to sign up. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. 
Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the app and podcast network.